0: W-D-Y-K-A, the What Do You Know About podcast. Each episode, we'll be breaking down pop culture topics from totally different worlds.
1: What do you know about video games, reality TV, science fiction, true crime, tech,
0: YouTubers, and more. Let's get into it. Welcome back to
1: it's apparently now an ASMR episode.
0: It's set it's ASMR. You can't, I have a fuzzy Don't thing. I'm it. tapping the microphone, but you can't hear it because I got a little, I have a fuzzy, I have like a windshield on it. Yeah. Anyways, uh, welcome back <laughs> oh to What Do You Know About? Yeah. This welcome back,
1: guys. Episode, uh, episode six. six. We did it. You know, we really intended on recording this like probably a few weeks ago. Um, but we've I don't know I feel like life has really gotten in the way the beginning of the month was insane I was on a jury
0: vehicular manslaughter
1: yes it was maybe like one of the hardest things I've ever had to experience so I don't know maybe at some point I'll talk about it if if Mm -hmm. you guys find that interesting I could maybe do an episode where I talk about jury duty or something Mm. I don't know it is kind of interesting the whole process and how everything that goes into it and like it, you know it's interesting
0: but we have we have things that we can talk about that aren't related to the show we should do bonus episodes. that's true
1: like chatty
2: chatty or episodes like chris and michaela oh yeah episode.
0: yeah like one of michaela's thing. favorite shows is um chatty broads yeah they're ending where you got that and yeah so sad are they doing their own shows
1: um so becca martinez one of the um host she's not doing she the one that thing.
0: people think are mean or she's the yeah
1: one. yeah it's <laughs> so <laughs> terrible yeah they people kind of get mad at her because she like interrupts a lot and stuff you know there's drama but i mean there's not drama between the two of them it's just there's no drama that's not why they're ending but anyways they are going to keep doing the podcast the the other um person who's a host on there um jess ambrose She's going to keep doing a podcast with her husband. I'm very excited. I would definitely be listening because I got to get my bachelor, uh, you know, recap somewhere. Anyways. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the beginning of the month was crazy. That was like the first week of November. And then, I don't know, it was just, cra- you know, craziness. And then sicknesses, of course. I think everyone's getting a cold right now. Chris is like sort of just getting over a cold. Mm-hmm. So, I've been fine so far. Knock on wood. But anyways yeah so you know sorry it's been a month since you had a podcast episode but yeah, all of our
0: fans all of our hundreds of i know thousands i know fans really all around let the world down.
1: we really let our fans down but i don't know chris and i love doing this it's really fun yeah. for us so um i don't know we enjoy when we get the chance to sit down and record an episode and we just haven't had the chance so all right anyways
0: well today for un for unrelated reasons we both know each other's topics. It's true,
1: <laughs> but 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 and neither of us sat down and researched anything about it or anything like that. It's not like we, you know, yeah, did prior yeah. looking up about anything. It's just we do know each other's topics today. Yeah partially because chris had a total meltdown earlier in the week yeah,
0: okay we'll get it we'll get into that <laughs> later for my topic and then um, also
1: chris just guessed mine I yeah he's like did, psychic or something no
0: we did you know we did the thing where it's like it's like tell me what it is she's like i'm not gonna tell and i'm like yeah but i could say and you you like nod right yeah you, yeah well i
1: mean you kind of know like you say oh is it this and then if you just kind of like look you're like yeah, I'm but, not you totally, tell you, but you it's totally, but it totally could have,
0: you totally could have been like. Yeah, that's nope, true. Nope. That's true.
1: Anyways, uh, do we want to decide who goes first with this? I don't know. Game? Do we You <laughs>
0: <Ew. laughs> you don't have to you don't have to like <laughs> okay, ha- let's Mom. let's just come on, just take take charge, be assertive. Let's let's go.
1: Let's get into it. Let's um
0: get into it.
1: Okay. So
0: so are I don't we know. Do, pick, We're doing the same icebreaker things as before. Pick or did a you number. Find something
1: different? Pick a number between one. What and twenty-five? That's not. That's like going back
0: to when we rolled dice. I know, this, this, but that, it's
1: okay. Just pick a number between one. and 25. I thought you said you would find something do interesting. Do it. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna. I guess we'll do two out of three. Whoever most recently went to the dentist. That would be you. Or the grocery store
0: or the grocery store
1: or an office
0: or what <laughs> i don't know that's what it says whoever
1: most recently went to dentist slash grocery store slash office
0: those are really different yeah i don't office know. is like every day dentist grocery is store like is like once a week and dentist maybe i like,
1: need to just pick one how about we say dentist yes it was me i, I mean got my teeth cleaned
0: last time we went to the grocery store together uh, and you're the last person to go to an office
1: yeah true well although i was
0: there for that too that's true. I'll I'll say I win because the dentist. Because the dentist and we tied on the other one.
1: Okay, let's see. I'm gonna pick a number between one and twenty four in my head. I'll say
0: between 16. one and twenty five. You could have picked twenty five.
1: Whoever was most recently in a car. We well, were we were both just in both the car together, in so th- that's stupid. This list sucks. Yeah, I oh, know. I'm I'll do so the list sorry. Next time. Um. Well, let's see. I don't know. Yeah, you're this is really the bad. So you can decide this you know, who this goes part first. of it says how not to decide who goes first. Oh. And this list is insane. Uh <laughs> whoever has the most emotional trauma.
0: <laughs> that's hard. How did you know? That? How can you quantify that? <laughs> well, yeah, that's hard.
1: Chris, do you think you have more emotional trauma than me?
0: No, that's why I was saying it's hard because it's it's a tricky, we we both have similar I, amounts, I guess. I
1: guess maybe. I don't know how you like put the, how, how do you have the amount, how do you make an amount of emotional trauma? I think we have similar amounts.
0: Yeah, probably. I, I think that, I, I don't know if it's a tie, but I, I don't know what the, what it would be.
1: Uh, who, do, who most recently went to the bathroom? I think that's me. Have you gone in the last hour?
0: I went to the bathroom right before we put our daughter to bed.
1: I went to the bathroom while she was in the bathtub. Is that me?
0: That's you. Oh, nice. Well, there we go. This is the personal uh, stories you wanted to hear today. (laughs) Yeah.
1: This is the deep dive on, on Michaela and Grizzly. You right. always wished you had. Sounds
0: like you're going first, which is fine because I've gone first four out of five times so far. That's so.
1: true. That is true. Okay. Well, so you know what I'm talking about, but I'll still do the what do you know about uh, Christopher?
0: What What is it? What could it be?
1: What do you know about Mean Girls? Mean
0: Girls. All right. Um, mean Girls is a movie mm-hmm. starring Lindsay Lohan. Mm-hmm from like i don't know 2005 2004 or something Mm -hmm. what year is it 2004 2004 Mm -hmm. um funny my topics from 2004 too
1: um (gasps) wow Wow. we're just doing early 2000s
0: things right now i guess um (laughs) just early anyways i i've seen like a trailer before like from like a like before like a dvd you know or something and i've seen it like a bunch of times i don't know what dvd it was Mm -hmm. um so i sort of know the idea of the premise kind of okay she like goes to this high school Mm -hmm. and she was like homeschooled and she was like from africa Mm -hmm. or something and then you know there's like these popular girls or whatever Mm -hmm. and she wants to get in with them kind of Mm -hmm. and there's drama ensues Mm -hmm. you told me it takes place around christmas time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um i, well, I know that i
1: had to watch it because it's a christmas movie <laughs>
0: i know that there's like there's the the plastics or yes. so, it's like the popular girls yes um i know that it's a popular movie there's a broadway show mm-hmm. um there's something around like a dance or something like that Mm-hmm. um <laughs> that's
2: the best there's probably there's probably some of.
0: quotes that if i heard oh, them yeah. i'd be like oh yeah i've heard that yep that's it that's what i know okay. about it awesome
1: well i think you just already did my thing for me so i think i can just go all right see you later
0: oh i said everything no about no, the movie. no no no. <laughs> I, I, I described the whole movie i mean you did really good that's you said I'm that the, the wikipedia page went into like Basically, said it told the, the whole story, entire like scene by. Scene. I kind of
1: want to. I kind of want to read it, but I don't know if I will. Maybe I'll just sort of paraphrase
0: each paragraph. The Wikipedia page for the thing, my topic, which is also a story, mm-hmm. like also did that. <laughs> like did yeah. like scene by scene paragraphs and paragraphs.
1: Right. It wasn't quite scene by scene, but it's it's it was, definitely it was not concise.
0: detailed right, exactly. It was like Spark Notes, like go in here yeah. to cheat on your exam. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so you're right. It was yeah, two thousand four.
0: So you guessed. Oh, oh yeah, I was um, totally right. Cause I asked you two thousand. Well, yeah. I remember. but I did say two thousand five or two thousand four.
1: You so. did. These are my these are my fast facts, by the way.
0: Fast facts. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fast facts.
1: Um, the movie grossed a hundred and thirty million dollars world- worldwide at the box office, which, you know, if you compare it to like Star Wars or some big franchise, it's, like barely anything, but um i'm still, sure that's respectable for yes. like a high school comedy. for that kind of movie absolutely absolutely like um for example like clueless you know that movie similar sort of genre of movie i think I, it's like less than half that i so. really
0: don't know anything about i mean i i know that it's uh, another like high school movie yeah but i don't know yeah. anything about that movie. paul
1: rudd so. famously starred in that movie hmm. um anyways It has an 84% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Interesting. Which is not bad. I think Rotten Tomatoes can be pretty, you know, harsh at times. So, Mm -hmm. not too bad. Um, The movie stars a pretty long list of of very, you know, famous popular actors and actresses. um, Some of which got their start, you know, sort of shot off from this movie. Um, Obviously, most notably, Lindsay Lohan. Well, that wasn't her first movie, by any means. I
0: think that she shot off from The Parent Trap is when she became... Everybody knew who her name was.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, she, she's she been in other things, too. But, yeah, Parent Trap was pretty big for her, I well, think. I
0: think that was, like, her first yeah. breakout mm-hmm. star. Because, I mean, she was, she was like, a little kid right. when she did that movie.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she was already famous at the, the time when this movie came out. It wasn't, like... This movie made her famous but it definitely helped yeah um Rachel McAdams very famous actress Was she in um well um well I don't know <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's very
1: famous if you saw her face you go that's a face I know
0: okay okay what's <laughs> what's oh my phone's on airplane mode me too we have our phones on airplane mode so you don't get that static buzz yeah
1: uh Amanda Seyfried I think she was in um uh Les Mis the movie
0: oh she she, she plays
1: Cosette Cosette yeah. yes uh that was her debut film mm-hmm. Mean Girls
0: uh I, I remember seeing her face yeah in that context of Mean Girls
1: I mean very you know she's she's very memorable
0: uh-huh.
1: um Tim Meadows you you would know uh, as uh, the Chili's guy, you know Michael Scott in the Office takes the chilies. Oh. you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, that guy, very famous comedian, uh-huh. and um, of course Tina Fey, yes, who actually of course. was the one that wrote this movie, mm-hmm. and then she also
0: starred in it. And of who course, she, who she play in the movie?
1: Oh, uh, She plays a teacher. In okay, the movie. I was
0: gonna say like yeah, mm, 2014. Tina Fey, I don't think, be high school. Here. No, no, no,
1: no, no, no. She's a teacher. Um, and Amy Poehler,
0: mm-hmm. of course. Tina Fey always got to have Amy Poehler in there. Yeah, well, they're like you know, they're S- best friends. They're they're the SNL buds because yeah. there's always like even yeah. we don't even watch like SNL, but like the the main cast members of SNL. During whatever time period, are always the people that are writing yes. movies and starring in the movies together. and They're all buddy together, yeah, buddy and you know other. them.
1: You can tell like, oh yeah, you know that's the group. Period. There's, yeah, you know. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. There are obviously lots of other people who starred in this movie that were like amazing, but these are just like the most notable, you know, yeah. people that oh. have gone on to be very successful, famous. I mean, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler were already successful and famous, but
0: well i'll totally um, i'll totally watch the movie with you
1: awesome and i had then, to like, rent it so week. we only have 48 hours to watch it but um yes i think uh i feel like i used to own it or something maybe gwen has it my sister gwen
0: actually but i don't if know if your sister has it then we have it because all of your sister's dvds are in <laughs> oh our yeah i forgot
1: <laughs> that's true wait we might have it never mind okay uh anyways so um The basic plot of the movie, I was going to read from the Wikipedia article, but like I said, it's very, very detailed and goes into, like, each scene by scene. But essentially, I'll try and make it as, like, concise and to the point as possible. This movie is, first of all, so iconic. Such a classic movie for all, like... I don't know such a large age range of people love this movie and um, I don't know it sticks with you and it is one of those I don't know it's just a good movie but anyways I'll say the basic plot so yes it stars Lindsay Lohan as Katie she's a um, 16 year old who came from Africa where her parents were like zoologists and she was homeschooled being in Africa
0: and um, uh, she's one of the wild thornberries
1: exactly a wild thornberry situation
0: yeah not except a lot more attractive than all of (laughs) all of the wild thornberries combined
1: wild thornberries were cartoons i mean i don't know what you expect but yeah true
0: (laughs) well if any of you've seen wild thornberries you you guys know what i'm talking about do you
1: remember that the the son that he was like basically a monkey what what was that sound that he used to make do you remember I don't know. Like, if I heard the sound, I think I would have, like, some kind of nostalgic experience hearing that ma- that little monkey boy's voice. You remember what I'm talking about? I, I don't know. Okay.
0: Wild Thornberry is made by um, Klasky Shupo Animation, also known for the Rugrats. Yeah. And they have a very distinctive... Oh, yeah, yeah, Sort yeah. of almost, you know, ugly style it's very, that they like, draw their characters. like, harsh kind
1: of, like... Yeah,
0: there, there's lots of other shows that they've done too right. where, where it's a similar kind of thing. I love thing. it.
1: I love yeah. it. Well, anyways, um, yes, okay. She's 16. They moved to, I think it's based in Illinois, is where it's supposed to be. They moved to this town in Illinois. She fa- starts her first day of high school at the age of 16. I think uh, ju- they're like her junior year of high school. So uh, it follows her as she. First makes friends with these two sort of, I don't know, I guess you could say like outcasts. They're kind of like not in a clique. They're just two, they're two best friends. And they make friends with her. And essentially they convince her to infiltrate the plastics, as they're called, which, you know, the popular girls. They want her to like get in there, find out the dirt and take down the leader of the plastics, the queen as she's called Regina George and through you know many different uh, types of schemes and you know attempts to sabotage her and whatnot, including this is one of my favorite scenes in the movie where they um, I guess while she's like in gym or something they go find her clothes and they cut like holes in her shirt where like her nipples would be so then she, like, puts her shirt on, and it's, like, two perfect circles, like, you know, right there on her shirt. And she's just, like, whatever, and she just walks around like that. And then the next day, everyone shows up to school with, like, the holes cut out around where their nipples are. It's just, it's, like, such a funny scene. But um, anyways, so they try lots of things to sabotage her. Um, and eventually, she's, you know uh made fun of and not no it is no longer the 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 queen bee of the plastics and instead in all of this scheming and all of the attempting to be like the plastics she becomes one herself
0: oh no she becomes a mean girl
1: she becomes a mean girl yes and um you know through i don't know many different things happen but essentially she has this party this boy that she likes you know who was dating regina george and who she got to break up with he got to you know she like got them broken up because she wanted to be with him and everything um basically she everyone that she's ever wanted to be friends with or cared about suddenly it wants nothing to do with her because they find out what a terrible person she is she gets in trouble with the school for different things and they have what's called a burn book. You may have seen that before. It's like very iconic. They've made lots of merch and things that look like this, but it's like cut out letters, you know, like kind of like newspaper letters to spell out burn book. It's like a pink book and like little stars and other sort of like, I don't know, drawing doodles around it. You probably would know it if you saw it. But um, the burn book essentially, is just a book full of like pictures of people and gossip. You know, it's like this person's a slut. This person is like ugly. This person is, you know, lost their virginity, uh, here and there. Whatever,
0: oh, you know. Make M- M- the potty t- mouth. We're gonna have to. I know. Bleep that out. Virginity. No, the, the slut. oh the slut thing. That's not a curse word. <laughs> well, it it's not rated G. It's more of a PG word. That's true, but
1: I don't think that it. Okay. Um. <laughs> anyways, that's what this this burn book is. You know, full of and. Basically, what happens is Regina George takes the burn book to the school herself. She writes like, you know, terrible things about herself in it and says that Katie, you know, the star of the show, the movie wrote the wrote the burn book, you know, to get her in trouble. And then from there, you know, the principal tries to deal with it, you know, in the office. But of course, Regina George, in an effort to to burn it all to the ground puts out every page from this burn book into the entire school so then everyone sees the burn book and um that's where some of the best scenes i personally think from this movie come from and uh basically they have this whole like day that's just like a long session of i don't know uh they're trying to heal their heal the wounds the junior girls class and so it's lots of these scenes of like they're doing uh, trust exercises and honesty exercises and things like that and it is just hilarious and anyways in the end of it you know she she kind of she doesn't come clean completely but she does you know there's some there's some vindication from the people she's wronged and um some honesty from the people she's wronged and uh you know she gets grounded and this and that and uh ends up joining the mathletes because she's really good at math but she was trying to fake being bad at math so she would be tutored by the boys she had a crush on you know um and then she joins the mathletes to make up the extra credit for being so bad at math and that's how the movie kind of ends she's like technically grounded but goes to this math mathlete thing or whatever and then there's like a prom thing happening and she wins prom queen and then blah 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 blah. but anyways in the end basically she realizes you know what's important what's not important is you know you're not gonna she realizes you're not gonna get anywhere in life by talking about people behind their back or making fun of people or you know nitpicking everything about somebody but instead by you know being kind thinking about others in a kind way and not uh you know, focusing on the, like, exterior stuff, you know. And she apologizes, make am- makes amends and all that stuff. And in the end, it's like, oh, we're all friends, everybody's happy, and blah, blah, blah. There's some little plot twists and things at the end, but um, that's the general plot of the movie, you know. It's like a classic sort of good girl, bad girl, good girl, you know, mm-hmm. sort of movie. hmm and, I mean, I just, I don't know. I love this movie so much. It's just so good.
0: I think I would, I, I think I would like it. I have an interesting, re- I don't know. I, I, I don't like teen movies or, you know, high school movies. I like, but also like, don't like, but also like. I don't know. I like the teen drama. I've never really liked like like bullying you know or that kind right. of thing in the context right. of a movie just like not like like we we both enjoy the gilmore girls a lot yes and, and there's so many characters that are just like you get so mad at them
1: You're so they're so mean and you hate that you hate Kristen when they're just like mean and, yeah and and, and, and jess. jess you don't like jess and yeah he's not team jess
0: everyone <laughs> team jess i well i don't know he's not team any of the boyfriends i don't think i'm team rory until like season three and right. then i'm team i'm team no i mean everybody i i don't know I'm, i mean that's what's good about that show though is that like it's true everybody has their, their own flawed, everybody you know? everybody has good parts to them and bad parts yeah
1: to them. which is true about real life right
0: yeah but they did they did her dirty they did rory dirty
1: yeah well she can't be perfect forever Okay, back to Mean Girls. Um, I think you would like the movie, too. It's just really funny. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just funny.
0: Oh, oh and I was t- about teen movies. Um, like, I liked uh, the Spider-Man, the Tom Holland one, where there's all that teen drama. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Napoleon Dynamite is another, like, 2004. <laughs> I don't know if you call that a teen drama, but yeah. Not a dr- I don't know about a <laughs> drama.
1: Hey, I'm not really sure what you call that, but. <laughs> it's a comedy. It's hilarious. Yeah.
0: Yeah um
1: yeah well yeah i think you'd like it but um okay so moving on to the cultural impact i'm doing it like you you. have
0: a cultural impact section yeah (laughs) wow
1: i know i kind of took a note out of your book a page out of your book
0: you know i'm not gonna have a cultural impact (sighs) section well i mean i i'm gonna say like like two things about like i'm wow i'm I'm doing my format a little bit different and you're doing your format a little bit different.
1: Yeah, I'm a little bit different this time. Anyways, okay. So, um this movie has been on like many, many lists for like favorite two thousands movies, best movies of the two thousands. Um, you know, it's like at the top of the list for a lot of people of like their all time favorite movies. I mean,
0: it's like a it's a um it's like a touchstone for the 2004 teenager culture you know yeah yeah yeah. like that
1: i mean i think it's like it's a millennial and then the the age above that what is that
0: it's like a classic it's like that that decades like um, like a breakfast club exactly
1: yeah you know it's a it's a it's a favorite yeah one critic uh said of it in a wasteland of dumb movies about teenagers Mean Girls is a smart and funny one. Nice. That's why I think you'll like it. Uh, Lindsay Lohan received a few awards for her role in this movie, actually, and um was praised for her performance, being able to be so, like, awkward while simultaneously, you know, turn herself into, like, kind of another person, but then go back, like, she's still, you know, she played a very sort of nuanced character, you could say, and um she did amazing at it. Mm-hmm
0: and um i know her from parent trap and yeah. freaky friday yeah yeah um, both good movies both remakes of old it's bad true, actually. disney movies from the 60s hey
1: okay now <laughs> i like the old ones well,
0: not... I, like, I go it's okay they're both pretty bad i i <laughs> i did grew up with the old 60s parent trap but compared to the n- newer versions they're both pretty bad
1: I mean, the newer versions are just amazing. Oh, yeah. So right. good.
0: <laughs> That's funny that I, I guess probably the Parent Trap did good and they are like, oh, we got to get Lindsay Lohan in on another yeah. remake of a 60s Disney movie right. cash, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, So as you sort of said this about like quotes from this movie, I would say this is maybe one of like the most quotable movies oh yeah
0: if you have any quotes for me i'm, I'm sure yeah, there's some of them i'm gonna read a I'll list like, of yeah. a few of
1: my favorites right. i'll let you know if i've heard it um, before. okay on wednesdays we were pink
0: maybe heard that
1: i'm sure you've I'm well sure i'm sure, you you sure heard i've
0: th- heard it just like about remembering it
1: well i feel like it's a thing that um i don't know you see lots of people put po- like they post on instagram a picture of them in pink and then it says on wednesdays we mm-hmm. were pink. you know um okay, that's so fetch slash stop trying to make fetch happen.
0: No, I don't know, I don't know okay. that one.
1: Get in loser, we're going shopping.
0: No. Okay.
1: <laughs> don't have sex because you will get pregnant and die.
0: <laughs> that's that's hilarious, but no. <laughs> <laughs> that's from
1: the uh the gym <laughs> teachers like, you know, sex talk or whatever with the junior class. <laughs> um uh that's why her hair is so big it's full of secrets no you can't just ask someone why they're white
0: no i feel like i have in my head like oh i can picture the person saying the thing on like the picture on instagram Mm. but you haven't said any of them yet
1: i'm not a regular mom i'm a cool mom no i feel like i just did a pretty good amy poehler impression just there by the way um, you go, Glen Coco.
0: No. it's another classic one.
1: All right, well, that's all we'll right.
0: We'll watch the movie together and I'll be like, that's it.
1: Uh, yeah, maybe. So, yeah, I would say this movie is probably one of the most quoted and and gift. I don't know. Is that a word?
0: <laughs> gift or jift, jift. Depending on what side of the fence uh, you're on. Yeah, it's definitely my impression is that I get from popular culture, which this is what this show is about. Yeah. Popular culture um is that it's like you know a quote movie. Oh yes,
1: I mean there's like so many, so many good lines. In like Napoleon,
0: Napoleon Dynamite yes. is a quote movie, as in it's every such single a good, line as yes.
1: a quote. Yes, <laughs> such a good quote movie. It's because I mean it also helps that that movie doesn't have a ton of dialogue, but the dialogue it does have is so good. um But anyways, like for example, almost everyone could probably like if you said on Wednesdays we wear pink like almost anyone I feel like has either heard that or could tell you what movie that's from it's just so like I don't know everyone knows that quote it's like a thing and um I don't know just it's a thing uh everyone from you know politicians to celebrities have quoted mean girls like you know the White House has tweeted out pictures of their dogs saying like stop trying to make fetch happen with you know like playing fetch you know what i mean Uh, right i don't remember which dog or who it was but uh, you know but you know what i'm saying like it's all it's everywhere it's very you know it's it's steeped into our popular culture most people know something a quote a, a picture they could tell you that's mean girls you know the burn book whatever like they know it um on a more sort of serious note, uh the movie also depicts what uh, many like high schoolers, especially girls, uh, experience. Uh you right. know,
0: neither of us would know. We were both homeschooled too.
1: Well, yeah. Thankfully, I never really had too many issues with like I don't know, with girl drama in general. I feel like I always picked good friends. <laughs> Um, and I kind of stayed out of the like drama but I know it existed I mean I I was definitely like privy to like gossip you know what I mean like people talking behind people's backs I definitely heard it happening it wasn't like it doesn't happen
0: but never you never you
1: I don't I mean I just wasn't friends with those people like I didn't know people's I wasn't I wasn't in those like you thought I was
0: one of those people
1: No, not necessarily. I just was not. You didn't like me because I I was popular. Yeah, exactly. Now I know. It's like, can be further from the truth? but
0: For people confused, we were homeschooled. Yeah. Oh, um, we've probably
1: never talked about that.
0: We were both homeschooled and we we participated in a, what's called a Um, co-op. Basically us and a bunch of other kids in the area met at a church that had classrooms and we would do classes and like have a school. Yes. Um, once a week, like on Fridays. Right. And then we would do the rest of our topics at home.
1: Right. I don't know. It was like a f- good place to socialize. I still have like friends, people I'm friends with to this day, you know, that, yeah. you know, for almost 10 years ago now that we so, graduated and I'm still friends with them. Yeah. So
0: unlike Lindsay Lohan and Me and Girls we know what it's like to have friends and to yeah, go to class and right. stuff we, like d- that right we we were not we were not raised in africa um um but at the same time we also didn't have the full public school yeah deal.
1: no and and any of the bullying that did happen in our like co-op it was probably like the most like it...
0: in, mi- in minecraft in minecraft
1: <laughs> well i'm just saying like it was probably the most like like lame type of bullying you know what i mean like it probably was barely anything if it was any kind of bullying
0: stuff there's stuff there but but yeah it's not like no one was um, getting beat up yeah i'll say it's that not like uh the
1: uh there's no burn
0: book but no burn books exactly
1: um but i know because i have friends who were in public school that this is not this is a common experience that they have like bullying backstabbing clicks and especially when, I mean, it's true about even myself like being homeschooled, but especially I think in like public high schools, things like body image, self-esteem, you know, uh, feeling like you don't fit in and finding your group of people and feeling like you belong and all that kind of stuff. It's just like, I don't know, every high schooler I feel like goes through this, this kind of stuff. Not every, generalizing, but a lot. Um, there was a quote from Tina Fey in a interview that she did about the movie and she said adults find it funny they are the ones who are laughing young people watch it like a reality show it's much too close to the real experiences so they are not exactly guffawing i had never heard the word guffawing before i had to google that
0: guffaw that's like to laugh, to laugh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> guffaw yeah. you know <laughs> yeah that was that was nice it's a onomatopoeia.
1: <laughs> Right um but i thought that was interesting i feel like that probably is true i mean when i watched it i was in high school but like when i first watched it, i was in high school but like i said my experience was not like this at all um anyway so most recently uh with the mean girls franchise a a musical adaption was written by tina fey and um, i think her husband who's like a 30 rock writer wrote all the music for it Um, It opened on Broadway in 2018, and uh, the show was nominated for, like, multiple Tonys. It didn't win, but it was Tony-nominated, which I think is still a pretty big deal. Um,
0: I mean, how many shows are on in Broadway at any given time that could be nominated for a Tony?
1: I don't know. I think there's usually a lot. We
0: We should talk about Broadway sometime. Yeah,
1: maybe. Um yeah yeah we should uh anyways the musical though itself has gotten kind of mixed reviews um a lot of people saying that like Tina Fey's writing for the the musical was really good but the music itself like the musical didn't really match up to the writing like it wasn't as funny or as witty or as good as her humor um and it's like I've heard You know, like the first act is really good and it's fast paced and it's, you know, whatever. But then the second act is kind of slow and not, it doesn't really match up to like the same sort of vibe that the first act does. So I don't know. There's mixed reviews about people liking it and liking the music from it. Um, And the show isn't actually on Broadway anymore, but they're still like touring around the country. Um, So there's a chance you could see it if you really wanted to. And um at the beginning of 2020, Tina Fey announced that it was being um adapted for like a movie version of the musical. Um I think the last update was from like last year, like fall time that they had finally got a director to to do it, but
0: um the classic movie into musical into movie musical. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's like Steve so, Hansen. Well, I don't um, think that wasn't movie first,
0: but No. Yeah. It was musical into movie yeah. musical um uh hairspray oh yeah mm-hmm. hairspray is a movie yeah um and then uh, that wasn't a musical and then a musical on broadway and then a movie musical
1: which i don't know i feel like i've never seen the movie but i've seen the, the, movie uh, the original movie. yeah yeah it's, i mean i've seen the i've seen the original movie musical but i've never seen the original movie
0: so the the movie musical things. like a john waters thing e- yeah yeah the movie musical with it has like john travolta and and you know the from like 2007 or whatever yeah. it was
1: and, oh it has zach efron that mm. zach
0: efron and that's after yes it does the show on broadway which was based on a, a john waters movie
1: i thought that was a musical no i could it's have sworn not. but oh, what well, has
0: not. music because the 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 cory collins show and stuff but it's not a musical you're like hairspray the musical is
1: wow okay yeah that movie's problematic but um (laughs) i've seen it i've seen it in a long time but i've seen it uh anyways i don't know if it'll be good but we'll see um i'm kind of excited because i want to i haven't listened to the sound that you can listen to the mean girl soundtrack on like you know spotify or whatever but i have not listened to it so maybe it's good i don't know I've, i don't know i have mixed feelings about it because i've gotten like you know i've read reviews and things that say like it's not as funny and it's not as whatever mm. but adaptations uh i have to mention that there was a sequel made to mean girls there was mean girls 2 oh boy um but of course as all good sequels are it was a straight to tv
0: oh yeah all good sequels
1: see yeah movie uh meaning it was awful it was just terrible. Basically it was like a remake, so it wasn't meant to be like a sequel with any of the same actors or actresses. They were not any of none of them were in it except for Tim Meadows, the principal. And um I don't know. I I just it, it, it was kind of like why did you do this? You know, it wasn't good. It was not well received. Um there have been actual talks about a actual sequel made with the original cast and pretty much all of them have been interviewed and things and they've all kind of said like we would love to do it we want to do it but um I think there was an interview I read there Tina Fey was like it's too late like if we were going to do it we should have done it a long time ago and it's too late to do it now which I I mean it's 20 years so I guess I understand I don't know what would you even do a sequel of mean girls like it's high school t- drama stuff like what that they're all like moms or something <laughs> and they're all in like some mom group like <laughs> with their toddlers being judgmental of each other <laughs>
0: that sounds I don't like something that they'd put on netflix yeah it does it does doesn't it the cobra kai of of mean girls
1: right <laughs> um anyways uh even though uh this movie came out like much before I was even old enough to watch it. Not much before. A while before I was even like old enough to watch it. Um, it was still like really good when I was old enough to watch it. Like, you know, probably not 10 years later, maybe around 10 years later was when I first watched it. Yeah. And it still held up, you know.
0: Good movie, stick around.
1: And even to this day, like I watched it today. And, you know, there's some... There's some cringy sort of things like words that we wouldn't use today, um, you know, a joke or not, like people just, it's not a word that you use, like the R word. Yeah.
0: Um. Well, a lot of stuff in that decade. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, my thing that I'm from 2004 has, you know, some right. of that in there.
1: Right. Right. Um, But besides that, it definitely like, I don't know, it still stands up as like funny and uh, it's just a good it's a good movie like it's funny and it's a movie that feels kind of effortless to watch you know what i mean like there's some movies where you can kind of put it on and you don't feel like uh this is movies dragging on here or anything like that like it's effortless to watch mm-hmm. and um i mean it's only an hour and a half it's not a long movie but there's something about it that just get you know it's like nostalgic for some reason even though it wasn't my generation that they were like depicting it for some reason feels
0: like it's close enough.
1: Yeah. I mean some, people are age feels nostalgic, We're you know?
0: m- we were like mid twenties. Um so our teenage decade was the beginning of twenty tens. Right. That's not that different from the beginning of two thousands. I mean, you know, there's smartphones, there's this, there's right. that. There's still nostalgia though because when all the teenagers were in the mid to uh you know twenty aughts um we were still around we were in elementary it's true. school and you know i was even so,
1: thinking too like all both of us had older siblings that were like this generation in high school and everything yeah. and i think that's part of it too like my and
0: we've seen movies and and
1: i'm just been like this is yeah we I were think
0: there so we, are we were alive we were conscious oh sure you know yeah yeah just sure. because we just weren't not in high school it. in 2004 right we were both old enough to be aware of our surroundings in 2004
1: right but i don't know i'd say even now like this movie is still like so relevant to like you know there's no smartphones or whatever but they're basically doing what people do online and just in person bullying you know um and yeah it is like it just stands up it stands up it's still hilarious it's still funny the jokes still land and uh i don't know it's a classic i think it's gonna be i think it's always gonna be a classic you know we'll look back like our parents do at their movies that they watched in like the 70s or 80s and we'll look back in like 50 years and go that that's a good movie you know and that, awesome the end of my thing um yeah thanks for listening
0: all right what did i learn I, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess we do this, what did I learn? But you it's don't. like, it's mathematics, you know? Mm-hmm. If I say what I know already, and yeah. you say everything, and right. you say all the stuff, exactly. then like what I learned is... Was everything You else. subtract it.
1: Exactly. So did you should, know it was written by Tina Fey? Like she started in it?
0: No, that's true. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. I I knew that. It's just kind of like, oh yeah. I kind of got reminded when I was like And you know it.
0: what? That's about... I learned, I mean, obviously there's the plot. Yeah. I learned things about the plot, but I don't right. really count that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I learned that it was like Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, you know, mm-hmm. that SNL, mid 2000 SNL gang. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned that Tina Fey is involved in the musical. Mm-hmm. And I learned that they're planning a movie version. Yeah. I guess that's about I what I learned. Good. You I mostly really talked, I mean, you most, you when i do a topic i always do all this like stuff about like the making of usually right that's and you true. usually talk more about the actual content
1: yeah i didn't yeah i guess i didn't talk about like the making of it or like yeah, but i mean that's usually how, how that's usually how we do it that's true that's just us
0: that's us <laughs> all right so this looks take a like a quick break yeah quick break looks like perfect halfway point yeah so
1: all right we'll take a quick break we'll be right back see
0: you guys on the flippity flip
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay michael scott (laughs) okay and we're back uh i did look up rachel mcadams because i it was bothering me and chris asked she's uh, she was in the notebook i should have remembered that but Mm -hmm. she was like the main you know person in the notebook
0: yeah. uh, and i would recognize her from um from dr strange yeah
1: yeah she's been in like a million other things too but anyways
0: anyways
1: all right chris let's see what you got
0: oh yeah because you don't know no i have not Michaela no knows my subject i do <laughs> um what do right. i know about so so far i've done a video i've done two video games uh, a book like a novel
2: book
0: Mm um at a card game Mm -hmm. and i've done three video games (laughs) yeah um anyways uh today we're doing a graphic novel Mm
2: -hmm.
0: yeah all right and you already know the subject um today i'm gonna ask michaela what do you know about scott pilgrim
1: okay i know scott pilgrim is firstly a uh graphic novel uh which was also made into a movie
0: literally we're in the desk in front of us because michael already knows yes is sitting one of the books
1: yes um i believe there are five or six there's six books in total yeah um i know scott pilgrim is kind of a I guess it's about this like is he a teenager? young adult. Uh it follows like him and his life. He's kind of a sad sack.
0: I mean you've se- you've seen the movie. You wa- yeah. you've watched Watchmen. Yeah. And then so. he has a
1: band. Yeah. that he plays in and um uh he's got a like love interest of so this sort of like manic pixie dream girl mm. sort of, you know, um girl that he's like interested in and i don't remember if he even gets her in the end maybe i think so um and i don't know it's kind of like a i don't know what to call it it's sort of out there like the movie itself is sort of like whimsical and weird um i don't know about the graphic
0: novels but uh yeah there's one more critical plot element that you probably remember
1: does he have like a speed thing or something? No like a superpower. <laughs> I
0: don't know. So to be with this girl, what does he have to do? Did he have
1: to win some contest or something?
0: Okay, you don't remember. I don't. That's fine. Um, I don't remember. That's fine. That's be fine. a
1: su- be a superstar.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> yes, don't know. Be a, a superstar. rock star. <laughs> no.
1: I don't remember. That's fine. It's That's been fine. so long.
0: He'll <laughs> probably remember when I bring yeah, it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you. I've I've seen the. Mo- we, we've seen the movie together. Um, I
1: think I watched the movie before I even watched it with you. I watched it with maybe Gwen or something. Yeah.
0: But, um, yeah. but anyways, yes. Everything you've said is, well, you know, the, <laughs> everything you said except for the guesses, of course. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Have, have, is, is correct. Um, so we're going to do quick facts. A
1: pizza thing? Is there some kind of pizza delivery thing? Or there's, she's a pizza delivery girl.
0: No, there's no pizza. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> some kind of delivery thing? she delivers yes. things
0: yeah okay uh, let's do okay. quick facts um <laughs> so today we're gonna do quick facts we're gonna do about i'm gonna talk about the plot i'm okay. gonna talk a little bit about the making of i'm trying to try to be a little more brief about my normal stuff because i want to do i want to do maybe a little more um of an opinion section mm. or like a, you know like a review section okay, okay. um anyways quick facts Scott Pilgrim is a series of six graphic novels written by Brian Lee O'Malley, Canadian cartoonist, published by Oni Press. Uh, the six books are called Scott Pilgrim's Precious Little Life, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, Scott Pilgrim and the Infinite Sadness, Scott Pilgrim Gets It Together, Scott Pilgrim vs. the Universe, and Scott Pilgrim's Finest Hour. There's also a critically acclaimed but financially unsuccessful film adaptation named after volume two scott pilgrim versus the world it's the name of the movie um finally there's also a relatively well received uh indie video game released alongside the film um which we won't talk that much about but you know that's 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 the entirety of the franchise so i threw it in there Mm -hmm. um so yeah in looking back at the other topics i've done i realized that like everything i've talked about is like a multi-billion dollar giant franchise that yeah. literally everybody is has heard of right um so this is the first i mean it's not like you know this isn't a popular uh story but yeah this is a not multi-billion dollar franchise that's existed for 30 plus years Anyways. right
1: <laughs> it's no uh lord of the
0: rings well yeah um in that With that in mind, unlike the rest of my quick facts, I don't have a how high does it rank on the highest grossing right. things of all time <laughs> like I did with all my other topics. Right. Um, yeah, it's another thing I realized is that one of my quick facts is always like, is this number four or five on the top selling of all time? Um, anyways. that's true. All right. Let's talk about the story. All right. So, Scott Pilgrim is sort of a romantic comedy story incorporating pop cultural references, especially, like, video games and stuff. Um, has, like, fourth wall breaking. It's sort of, like you said, it's wacky, you know. Um, there's also sort of, like, an action element to it. Uh, so the story follows Scott Pilgrim, who is a 20-something slack-off guy, um in a band in Toronto in 2004. The first book was released 2004. Um, he's sort of a ho-hum, normal-ish guy, uh, at least at, at the beginning. You know, as you go through, you learn more about his character. Um, falls in love with American delivery girl, Ramona Flowers, the aforementioned manic pixie dream girl, as he called her. I feel um,
1: like that name is just, it's, I don't know. It's so good. <laughs> the name is just fits. I don't know something about it.
0: Um, I think I think that comes from. It's a Jim Carrey movie called uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also think that's like sort of like people think it's pretty pop- problematic nowadays that idea.
1: What the manic pixie dream girl yeah. thing?
0: Yeah. You know, it's like this. It's it's okay for anybody unfamiliar. <laughs> Manic pixie dream Curl is like a trope, of of sort of this mid two thousands, of you know, the girl she's really mysterious and aloof, and she's like a punk girl, and she has she has a pixie haircut, and her hair's colored, and like you like she's your she's your dream, she's all you want, you you know, and that's why it's problematic because it's like you know it's putting it's it's putting it's literally just like that kind of stuff.
1: It's mostly about like the look of it. Yeah. anything else yeah
0: um although for the record uh i would describe the movie version of her m- as much more of a manic pixie dream curl than the book version oh gotcha yeah um yeah. which i'll get into in my review section anyways uh falls in love with this american delivery girl named ramona flowers um and i'm skipping tons of details because actually i'm not going to talk about a lot of details in this mm-hmm. um quickly finds out that he needs to fight and defeat her seven evil exes. Yes, like okay. a, it's like a video Thank game you. essentially. Oh my god! Um, so so yeah, now. they set this up like it's like an arcade game almost, where he has to he has to defeat all the evil exes. Um, and so the books actually do contain a lot of action fighting in in bits. Um, and sort and had it has like anime style magic powers that like and care you know and care background characters are like whatever has magic powers you know that's sort of the humor that it's that it's accompanying this um for example and and there's like video game elements thrown in for example like uh at one point scott gets an extra life you know like in a video game he grabs it and then it later oh, he uses right. it to come back to life um And when he defeats one of the evil exes, like they poof and a bunch of coins come out and there's like a points thing, like in an arcade game, you know, so. Right, right. This is sort of the main thrust of the plot, kind of. So this is is getting into distinctions. Um, If we're talking about the movie, that is like the plot. The book is like this, this is the plot, but it's almost like not what's important it's just sort of in the background um anyways but that's that's the idea that's the plot right um and then you know you get to the final one and and there's there's drama involved and stuff and and the ramona f- has like this like you know real all this whole past along with it that's like the reason why she has these boyfriends or um exes um anyways that's sort of the main premise, but the heart of the story is more about Scott He um, coming to terms with relationships of his past, taking the next step in his life. It's like a coming of age thing. It's like a transitional story. Um, starting in the second book, especially we learn more about his past and like his like all of these characters he's with now. he's like has different relationships with them in the past and those are you know the, all all the emotional baggage or whatever um i mean that's my favorite thing about the books um also it's it's you know it's a comedy it's really funny um yeah i don't know i feel like
1: it's a perfect storm of like everything christopher would want in a book like in a graphic novel yeah it's literally just like it is it is exactly like
0: you like the kind of thing you want to read well anyways i would normally go into more detail about the story but i don't know i I don't want to spoil it for anybody but also like i want to talk more about my opinions on the story than about the story it's the story itself
1: i definitely Um, spoiled mean girls so sorry i guess if anyone cares but it's been around for almost 20 years something where like if you really like
0: something Then you just want to say every single detail and we'll be here forever.
1: Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Anyways. um, (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to talk a little bit about the behind the scenes stuff as I always do. um, The making of. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Scott Pilgrim was created by Canadian cartoonist Brian Lee O'Malley. Uh, His first book was called Lost at Sea. I have not read that. I probably should. Uh, Here's what Wikipedia says. It is a coming of age story about a shy 18 year old girl named Raleigh who believes her soul was stolen by a cat and the road trip she takes across the United States with several teens from her school that she barely knows.
1: Hmm. Sounds like it could be good.
0: Uh, so anyways, O'Malley had described that he had wanted to write a shonen style comic book for anybody who does not know what shounen means. It's the style of Japanese uh, comic that features action traditionally meant for young boys so um if you've heard of like dragon ball or um oh i guess i don't know if pokemon is is traditionally considered i mean it's a video game first anyways but anyways there's there's whole like categories of japanese um manga and anime that that these fit into um the one that's traditionally aimed at young girls is named uh, sh- shoujo and the boys is in. Anyways, so he said he'd read um, he'd read a manga called Ramna uh, One Half. Uh, that was a shonen book, and he it influenced him. He said, "I want to write something like that." Um, so he released these six volumes in black and white on paper in paperback between 2004 and 2010. Uh, color hardcover editions, which is what I have here, uh, were released between 2012 and 2014 uh yeah so we have the book right here michaela can uh is is flipping through it right now just to take a look at some of the art and stuff um o'malley's goal was to make a sort of hybrid work inspired by both american and japanese comics um he expected it to sell like a thousand copies and it'll be like an underground comic and whatever which, I mean, you're looking at these fancy hardcovers here. The original printing... I'm sure printing, the black and white, yeah. The original printing is, like, I don't know, like...
1: Much smaller, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, uh, I don't know. What was don't that 5x7? It's like 5x7 or something. Yeah. And it's in black and white. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, something you'd pick up, like, at, man- at a manga, right. uh, you know, copy. Right. Um,
1: It'd just be kind of mixed in with the
0: but indie stuff. It really became popular, and it really blew up. Um and copies sold i i couldn't I, di- I didn't dig super deep but uh the the numbers i i couldn't really find numbers it sold least over a million wow which is i you know and we we've been talking about stuff like uh like movies and and uh video games and stuff and like oh million for movies video games does not put you on like a top right. list but for comics like that is a lot oh yeah um, especially
1: like something that's sort of it's a graphic novel, so it's not like it's not manga or anything. It's a graphic novel, which I feel like isn't. I don't know. Well, it's manga not every graphic
0: novels. It's just those are Japanese produced graphic novels. Sure. Um, for for an American comic, that's a lot of money or, or yeah. a lot of uh, copies. Um, per, put in perspective, like a typical comic book issue nowadays, I think like ten thousand is like a good number.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> um good for him i bet he's set for life
0: yeah well there's also a movie so <laughs> yeah yeah for sure um anyways uh, in regards to the movie that's that's the next thing uh so universal studios released a film adaptation directed by edgar wright in july 2010 just like a week after the sixth book was released so it's oh, sort wow. of a simultaneous yeah thing. um movies named scott pilgrim versus the world which is the name of the second book it was a box office bomb
2: yeah it made
0: no money it lost money um though we went to see it well not if i had to to
1: guess the trailers probably would have i haven't watched any of them but the movie is so like
0: like quirky it's quirky yeah
1: that i could imagine people see the trailer
0: and go it's a uh, cult classic kind of movie it's not a right i mean i'd say it's not a mainstream movie i mean nowadays you know the geek culture is such a mainstream thing. But. uh Oh, sure. Anyways, it was critically well received. Generally, critics liked it. And it's a very popular like cult classic movie. Um, as for the adaptation, uh, the story pretty closely follows the first book, like pretty much scene for scene in the first book. Um, it picks and chooses a bunch of stuff from the second and third books and pretty much cuts the rest. Um. It it has the finale, but it's way different. Um, sort of the evil X's from book four, five, and six—they shove them all into like the last twenty minutes of the movie in in and in, in like scenes that that aren't from the books, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's basically an adaptation of. It is an adaptation of the whole thing, but in terms of the th- scenes that made the cut, mm-hmm. it's like everything from the first book, some stuff from the second and third, and nothing from four, five, six. Right. Um anyways the movie is lauded as using having a brilliant use of visual effects to tie it to its graphic novel origins mm-hmm. and you've seen the movie so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. There's video game iconography, there's music, sound effects Text and graphics on the screen, mm-hmm. crazy, like, you know, screen transition, stuff like that. Um, yep. It's it's described, and this was in the Wikipedia article a lot. Obviously, whoever wrote the article um, really felt love strongly <laughs> as a transmedia narrative. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I
1: mean, yeah, it, it's, it's definitely like a unique, it's kind of all of its own sort of movie, mm-hmm. you know. I don't think I've really ever seen a movie that's like it. Yeah. Um,
0: it's good. I do like the movie, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, anyways, I'm going to read an excerpt. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, this Just so you get sort of an idea of the kind of humor and the dialogue and that kind of thing. Sure. Um, this is actually, so this is a line or part of this was actually put in. oh bumped my mic part of this was put into the movie but it was sort of a different scene anyway so this is scott and ramona talking about one of scott's ex-girlfriends okay um so scott says kim what about her you dated her oh right yeah is your memory of that period hazy too come on inform me okay there was this girl in my history class i think and it was kim we had to do something together she had freckles um we started a band I had a band with my other friend we need a drummer and uh Kim was a drummer yeah so I don't know we liked each other it was just yeah it was high school it was cool I guess (laughs) that's it yeah I moved I moved here it kind of ended we changed that's it what do you want? Okay, I had to fight a dude to get with her. I fought a crazy seven foot tall purple suited dude. I had to fight 96 guys to get to him too. He was flying and shooting lightning bolts from his eyes and he could make people do whatever he said automatically. He was totally awesome and I kicked him so far he saw the curvature of the earth. Okay, shut up now. I'm going to bed. <laughs>
1: lots of lots of good like intense sarcasm. And, yes, uh, it's
0: very... Um, the intense sarcasm. Yeah. I, I had you read an excerpt earlier. Yes. Hilarious. I love that. About where his Scott like
1: previous like... job where he worked at some like burrito place. He just couldn't <laughs> stop thinking about those burritos. I mean, same dude. I, you know, I'd be the same way.
0: Uh, anyways. Um, also very, also very quote heavy kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I know lots of quotes from the movies that, or from the movie that people say a lot. Um, If your life had a face, I would punch it. Oh, yes. I would punch it in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm in Lesbians with you. Right. That's not actually not, that's not actually not in the book. Um, In the book, what happens is, Scott's roommate, Wallace, says, you should say the L word to Ramona. Oh, yeah. And Scott's like, lesbians (laughs) lesbians <laughs> and that's in the movie too but in the uh, yeah it's good and in, but in the book is it, in the movie which doesn't happen in the book there's a scene later where he goes oh, and he's yeah. like Ramona I'm in lesbians with you
1: yeah hilarious <laughs> and it's funny too isn't it Michael Sarah that plays him yeah well actually, yeah he's, talk got, about- he's got that like something about him the way he talks like it just is so <laughs> it's so funny
0: yeah um <laughs> speaking of the speaking of the movie get the re- let's get the rest of the facts out here before I start going into opinion okay um movie cast I'm, i have the have imdb up on my phone Mikael's looking at it too michael sierra starring um, yeah. great choice imo very similar the way he acted is very similar to the, the mm-hmm. character in the book He's
1: got the look about him too i don't know what it is something about those dark eyes
0: um a lot of these characters Uh, a lot of these these uh cast members are do a very good job
1: yeah um the girl who plays ramona flowers i remember from um sky high remember that movie (laughs) that's the only thing i can think of her from i've seen sky high a lot a million times i love that movie shout out to all those sky high fans out there i mean that movie is my hero academia
0: before it was cool exactly
1: yeah (laughs) Man, it's that like movie a really so good. it's like
0: a really uh maybe not quite as good word I've, I've never seen my hero academia but i don't know but I, a I, lot more people have talked about it than sky high let's just say that sure but
1: you know what <laughs> they'll never be able to convince me otherwise it's it's a good movie it's mm. better than okay i don't know
0: um let's yeah. see kieran culkin macaulay culkin's, macaulay culkin's brother sorry,
1: macaulay culkin <laughs> culkin um, Macaulay Macaulay Colkin, Colkin. That's his.
0: Yeah. A, a, Probably the most comment. famous people are Anna Kendrick, who, who, oh, does, yes. who plays like a more of a side character. Yes. Um, Aubrey oh. Plaza, who also plays like a side yeah. character. Yeah. Well,
1: Allison Pill, she's a, um, she's she was in a uh, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Mm. Lindsay Lohan, a tie there.
0: She does a good job. She plays a character named Kim Pine, yeah, who is she's my good. absolute favorite character.
1: Oh yeah
0: but in the movie she's not not as big of a character yeah yeah she's not that important in the movie right um
1: aubrey like gives you the vibes of a uh, like, pilgrim too though i gotta say
0: yeah she's she was okay um you know what here's the thing is when i see her in the role she plays she plays a, a character mm-hmm. called julie who is in the book a good, good deal um but she is more of a side character I think she does. She's really close to the way that the book portrays her. Mm-hmm. But it's also like I watch and I see Aubrey Plaza. You know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> you say April from uh, yeah from Parks and Rec. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, he's famous too. Uh, Jason, Jason Schwartzman. Yeah, he's really famous. Um,
0: too. There's a lot of a lot of like the side characters in this movie are like yeah, f- they comedians don't do that lot. you see yeah um, everywhere. But I uh, just
1: remember their parts aren't that big.
0: Yeah. Uh, nelson franklin who people might recognize from the office among other things oh yeah um he's in there uh yeah but but a lot of these the more IT famous guy. people are like more side characters um and mary elizabeth winston plays uh whoops no internet connection like i said uh anyways there's the cast of the movie all right let's talk let's actually talk about that oh cultural impact like i said oh i i was like oh i gotta have a culture impact and then i thought about it and i was like i don't know it's definitely hailed as like one of the top graphic novels like if you look, right. if you were like a, if you most made popular list, graphic novels it probably would um, come up if you googled it i don't think it won an eisner award i think it, the eisner award is the is the um the comics you oh know, yeah main main big award
2: mm-hmm. uh,
0: I, I think it was nominated but i don't think it won mm-hmm. uh but, you know, it's like always, you know, if you, if like in top 100 lists or top, top, you know, that kind of stuff um, mm-hmm. as, you know, a big popular graphic novel um, in that space. Uh, the film, like I said, it's like a cult classic. Um, a lot of people have heard of it. Uh, probably the biggest impact the film has had on it was the whole use of like graphics for, and, yeah. and, you know, special effects and um, having the text on the screen the graphics on the screen mm-hmm. the crazy transitions and stuff um, I do know that I, I'm, I that I think that's influenced a lot of filmmakers and stuff I've yeah. heard people talk about that um, mm-hmm. yeah so I've heard some people say oh it's the best video game movie ever made and it's not based on a video game but it is like right a very it has video game it, yeah it it's feels it's like- um yeah the plot is obviously based on like the idea of facing bosses Mm -hmm. in a video game Mm -hmm. and it also has a lot of the iconography yeah um anyways so the my story segment and plus review (laughs) yes um okay so this is an interesting episode to get ready for uh (laughs) these books have a lot of personal meaning to me so i first read these books when i was in college um i saw the movie first um when When he
1: was coming of age
0: when I was in college, I was a very angsty, very moody person was, <laughs> um, about, you know, where my life was and where I was going. Um, and there's some stories, um, I'm going to name a couple, uh, Undertale, it's a video game, Scott Pilgrim, Steven Universe, um, there's, there's some anime and manga series, um uh these are I just get kind of obsessed and and consumed with everything and then I finish reading or watching or playing and I just feel empty inside and I think about how futile life is and I just get really sad um point is it just totally wrecks me anyways um that's actually why I don't really watch anime not because i don't like it but because it it like you get genuinely like obsessed like like yeah hooked
1: on it in an unhealthy way i don't know what it is
0: i would say that wouldn't be the problem as much anymore it's more just like i have to take a day after i finish it yeah
1: and you can't do that when you have a kid
0: and a job anyways um Anyways, so I'd heard of uh the movie before, um
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I'd always avoided watching it because I always thought like, oh, this is gonna be really pandering to oh like, people gotcha. that like video games like me. Right. Like real gamers like me. <laughs> this is the this is the um you know, this is the mainstream version of gamers. I gotcha. this is gonna yeah, be yeah. so cringy. <laughs> um the movie's not actually like that. Actually.
1: No, um, no. Which is good. It doesn't really, like, it doesn't talk about video games. It just it's kind not of, like, like the, is a video game. It's not, like, I the guess.
0: mainstream uh, version of what a gamer is, you no. know? It's actually, it's pretty sincere. Anyways, um, I eventually watched it. Um, we watched it. We were at the, the beach with my family, and, and we watched it together. Anyways. Mm-hmm. That night I was like I was so like my I don't know I, I that was the obsession starts um <laughs> the it was obsession like turning begins. like the plot of the movie I think I had like a dream about it and oh. it was like spinning in my head anyways I decided to read the book because you know that's what you do yeah. you, like get a movie and you get obsessed with like got to read good. the source material yeah that's you know the the book is oh it's starting opinion time the book is way better than the movie yeah way better the movie is great um the book's way better
1: uh anyways isn't that how it always goes it seems
0: yeah that's how it always goes of course
1: although i will say i think that lots of people kind of get their panties in a bunch when they like oh the the book is so much better than the movie like can't they both be good but just in different ways they're both people get mad when like books like movies aren't true to the book but can we just can we take them separate for like like can we make them like two separate things i agree with you i agree with you because i i like can i just enjoy both things without people telling me that i'm like dumb or making a step dumb choice or something i don't know
0: i agree with you i think both are both are i think the movie's good
1: one can be better than the other i don't i don't disagree. well here's but. the
0: thing is the, if the thing is like oh can't they be different sure except that like the first like 30 minutes of the movie is like a scene by scene adaptation of the first book yeah and when you get to that point it's like it's hard to separate them and so there has to be comparison um but they are different and i and movies and books are different um the thing is that it's that is that when you read a book there's a lot more there and if you like everything that's there then anything that's not there in the movie is just going to be they took out all the good parts
1: yeah you know something i've noticed about a lot of um a lot of times when i've watched a movie and then read the book i go oh this book is so much better but honestly it's more about the perspective that you get when you read a book versus watch a movie in the book they can like actually explain and describe like feelings and you know the thoughts that the people are having and you stuff. know in that's movie, interesting
0: that's interesting because this is a graphic novel right um so this is actually a lot closer to a movie than, than, like a, a novel Than is. a novel yeah. would be mm-hmm. um, and actually, the movie looks a lot like like they like really like everything looks the same, like they really did mm-hmm. a good job. It took like, a
1: lot of like the art and everything and of like
0: replicating everything yeah. mm-hmm. um and also the characters and the actors, mostly are like really spot on to the yeah. characterization in the book. It's like, that's exactly how you would imagine. That's what them. you picture if they were like real. Yeah. Mostly. I'll get into that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, anyways, I was talking about my story. Uh, Sorry. That's embarrassing stuff. Um, it's okay. We love like you. Like I said. We support you. Okay. This is what I wrote in my notes. Oh boy. I eventually watched it was literally obsessed with the idea of the story, like I couldn't stop thinking that night about it. I decided to read the book, and then I got really, really obsessed, started listening to all this emo music, and drawing the (laughs) characters all the time. (laughs) But that's what happened, though. (laughs) I love you, Chris.
1: I mean, you've gotten your feel, boy. Let it happen.
0: Anyways, since this story means a lot to me, I didn't yeah. want to like sell it short on the pot or like mess up you know what sure. you know what I had yeah. to say about it. so to prep, I decided to read every single book and watch the movie and play the game, which I hadn't done before mm-hmm. um and that's why Michaela knows the topic because yes. I read uh <laughs> I was like reading some of them in between work because I didn't want you to know. Like I was mm-hmm. like, ah, yeah. So I like read one and two in between work for like a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And then like I read three, four, five and six all in one day. And then the next mm-hmm. day I was like incapable of mm-hmm. doing anything I remember. with my life. It <laughs> I remember. It it just it's dredged okay. up a lot of old college feelings and yeah. the way that I felt I back know. then. And it wasn't
1: an amazing time for you, so. Yeah. Um, I understand.
0: But guess what? I'm so much stronger now. Yeah. Because I recovered a lot faster. <laughs> it's true. Than I used. It was
1: to. like it was like maybe like five hours. It was
0: like over. Okay, the well course you said of The day it was over the course of the day, and then I was like, okay, I just need to clear my head and go out and get yeah. some food, and that came back, and I was. Feeling you were bad.
1: fine. Yeah, you came. You came back with your Duncan, tea, and you were fine. Mm.
0: All right uh I'm finally I've already given a lot given a lot of my opinions on these tangents but this is the point in my outline that I actually give my review um okay I love the art style um and mm-hmm. Michaela can see here she has the book in front of her I do and I those, love the art those style. those listening too. at home uh, can just look it up uh the character designs draw some influence from like the japanese style comics and sort of the expressiveness of the characters um but they're very distinctly american style cartoon designs yeah yeah um and it's a great like mix well mikhail's looking at the pg-13 <laughs> page <laughs> um they're cute characters which uh <laughs> okay if you want to get me and get me emotionally attached and obsessed combine uh cute characters comedy hanging out living your lives and you know hanging out with friends and some serious drama dipped in there at some points and that's that's how you get me to you know cry at your at your story um anyways and that's exactly what's in here Michael is just reading it now
1: yeah I'm sorry <laughs> um it's so cute you're right it's cute
0: anyways uh in terms of the comedy it really captures the sort of sarcastic yet ridiculous humor um which is you know of that generation i guess they're not quite millennials they're 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 like between um whatever's before it is gen x Mm the millennials or whatever Mm -hmm. um and it's just hilarious in general i think it's really funny yeah uh all of the characters feel like they have a lot of depth and shape to them, and they're not very—they're not one note. Mm-hmm. Um, they all have like baggage, even if you don't get to see it. And you do get to see a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But even if you don't get to see it, you know, you can tell there's a bag- baggage with it. Mm-hmm. Um, in general, my main thing that I love about it is just the life journey of... Like, like the whole, the video game defeat the ex-boyfriends thing, um, it's just window dressing almost, um, on top of this story. The story is about a young adult moving from one stage of his life where he's sort of carefree and, and, you know, no responsibility and that kind of stuff, moving on to this next stage of life, but looking back at his life up to this point Mm -hmm. and, you know, reconciling with it, um, the book's primary themes is about, like, looking on your high school relationships and, you know, reconciling with it and moving forward, um, mm-hmm. which is sort of the stage of life I was in when yeah. I read this. Yeah, right. Um, and Scott Pilgrim is uh, 23 in the story, and he's he's past college. but Right. I got married uh, right out of college. Right. So if you think about it, I was kind of in the position he's in in this story yep um anyways that's what i love about this book is the emotional baggage and the backstories and like
1: the um, depth of the characters
0: uh yeah anyways in terms of like a ranking of the books um i think the first book is good it's okay it gets things set up very well um the second third and fourth are my favorites they have a lot of friends hanging out, uh, flashbacks to the past, mm. confronting his old drama and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a great sense of like passage of time. The book mm. starts in um, the series starts in the winter and you go through the spring, go to the summer and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the fourth book is my favorite because it involves Scott going through this really rough patch and like, it feels like, oh, they're actually going to maybe break up or something. Mm. And he has a chance to like bail and like, there's this old uh, high school girl comes back and he's like, you know, he's like he has, ah. he, he, he has thoughts about it and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then ultimately, you know, he decides like to do the right thing,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, which is just a great it's it's, it's a great book. Scott Pilgrim, the, the fourth volume. Um, anyways, five and six sort, sort of together make up the ending it's not quite as good as as sort of the middle stuff. And actually O'Malley, um the author has said that before that mm. he felt like the ending fell a little flat, which I agree.
1: Did it feel like he kind of had to rush it? Like because uh, of the popularity? No,
0: I mean the last book's the longest. Oh, okay. Um I just feel like the payoff wasn't as good as, you know, the oh, build up. Gotcha. It's sort of but, well and it's like the reason you follow along this book is to like to follow this relationship and stuff. Yeah. And at the end because of this premise where you got to defeat the 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 evil exes um so you got to have something like about that at the end but like that's not what made it great in my right right um and also just some of like the ex like the explanations of there's like oh what's been going on this whole time with that first evil Mm. you know the last evil Mm ex-boyfriend he's like the mastermind or whatever like and what 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 was it the whole time and mm-hmm. it's like some of the stuff that they reveal oh it was actually this and it's like ah it wasn't that that's not that much that's yeah. not that good of a payoff yeah I that's gotcha. specifically what he said he gotcha. said like yeah the stuff with the relationships was good in the last book but like the stuff with the last the kind of guy, reveals and things. the final boss yeah. like was not quite you
1: yeah know. i gotcha um
0: anyways regarding the movie let's talk about the movie Uh, firstly all that stuff that the critics like about it that stuff's all true it's a good movie Mm -hmm. the stuff with the visual comedy and the transmedia stuff (laughs) that the wikipedia guy loved to say is all true it's all totally amazing um all the parts that it does adapt i said this already it's very perfectly captures like the feeling of reading the book and watching the movie Mm -hmm. for those scenes in which it Exactly adapts, right feels like this is the best way they could have adapted this particular scene, right, like it's so good um, but <laughs> yeah I was waiting for it. I was waiting for the butt. uh, it would have been really hard to do in a movie in a two hour movie, yeah, but remember all of that stuff I said that I like so much about the book. That's all gone. They cut everything. Right. All of that stuff. They were like, we're, we're, "There's two. There's two threads in the book. There's the window dressing, as I called it, of like defeat the evil exes. Yeah. Um. And you and and you know and win the girl or whatever. Uh. And then there's a, a actual relationship. And they cut all the actual relationship stuff. Um. Right. Not all of it. I mean, you know, there's Most still scenes. It, yeah. They still have relationship and stuff like that. But all of the baggage, the, depth and the hi- old high school girlfriend stuff is all cut. That was my favorite. Yeah. Um, they cut that whole character. Is one of my favorite characters, uh, Lisa. Anybody that's read it. Um. Anyways, all that stuff's gone. So, anyways, so it's like, okay, I, the my favorite part about the book is is all gone in the movie. Hmm. So, there you go uh that that would you know now you know my opinion of the movie would be um all the coming of age stuff, the examination of your past, the drama, all the hanging out of friends, the passage of time, there's no like going to winter to spring to summer, and mm-hmm. um all that stuff's cut up. it does serve the needs of what they're going for, and that's fine, you know this movie doesn't need to be a movie about that stuff. this movie wants to be funny it wants to be quirky yeah and it wants to be about that that part of the story right which is fine however i think it stumbles a little bit in that the stuff that they cut out from four five and six the last like four evil X's, they sort of shove into like the last 20 minutes of the movie mm. because in the book each book has one of them in it oh I and gotcha. so there's all the story around it and then you yeah. know like i said window dressing There's all this story around it, and then, like, they put them in the middle or something. For some of them. Some of them are more important than others. Right. Um, Whereas in the movie, they just took out everything that happened in those books, and they put them at the end. Um, Do you think it was because the movie was, like, being made,
1: like, while those books were coming out? And, like, they just kind of had, oh, we got to put
0: in something real quick. No, I mean. Those last. I think it's, like.
1: Because, like you said, the first book six came out. I mean, out. everything in
0: the first book you kind of have to do. Yeah, it sets up the story. And then a lot of stuff in the second and third book you have to do, especially the third book. Because the third book, um, and yeah, we have the third book on the table here. The character on the front, her name is Envy. She's Scott's ex-girlfriend, mm-hmm. and she's really important to the story. Yeah, and she's really important to the third evil ex-boyfriend because right ex-girlfriend ex-boyfriend are dating each other you know right that's that's the, the the whole thing so you have to have a lot of that in the movie you can't just cut that you know yeah Um. yeah I don't know I mean they, they just didn't have enough time to do all the stuff they wanted or or I, I mean O'Malley like you know helped with the movies like executive right. producer produce or whatever so yeah I think that it's fine But I think that you didn't need to have like change the movie. So it's like five evil exes or something Mm -hmm. and cut out those last ones. Mm -hmm. Especially like the last two. The twins. She dated twins. (laughs) Oh, yeah. In the book, they were so unimportant. Right. Like the fifth book is about how like Ramona just like gets like like really deep in her head about how she thinks she's a terrible person and she has mm-hmm. to leave him and stuff mm-hmm. that's what the book is about right and like it's almost like a co- point of comedy that like scott is like beating up the 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 all the they say they send like these robots at him yeah and it's like and it's like just funny where it's like she's like dealing with all this emotional trauma and he's right. in the background like beating up the robots like hey check it out you know right right um it's like what well, you could have cut them from the movie yeah. uh anyways, instead what they did in the movie is that they did like this this they turn them into dJs and they had Scott's band fight them in like this band oh, battle. That's another yes. thing they added to the movie this um sort of battle of the bands subplot yes. um which wasn't in the book um to sort of tie it together, right. which I think works fine yeah, yeah um anyways uh there was also some characters i didn't really like the way that they adapted and particularly and unfortunately ramona Mm -hmm. was like the second main character of the book um i like the book way more like we were talking about the manic pixie dream girl in the movie she's always like really serious yeah and aloof yep and mysterious and in the book, she's mysterious and aloof, but she's not always serious. She's right. like, she's she she's silly and, a lot. Yeah. She smiles. She I remember. laughs. Yeah. Um, she's fun. She's no. not fun in the movie. No. She's no, not aloof. She's the manic pixie dream right. girl that you, that you, that you, all well, it, the it, guys, it, all the guys. It, right.
1: And you're kind of watching and you're like, why is he interested in her? Just because she looks that way. You know what I mean? Well, there's not really a whole lot of like here's, Ooh, here's well, what see, to go yeah, into you know, the plot a little
0: bit he sees her in like a dream it's literally right. a dream girl right um and then he sees her in real life and he because he becomes obsessed or whatever but then in the book after that point it's like they actually have like a cu- really cute relationship yeah and they're both really cute and she is not so serious all the time yeah um other than that i think like like most people were very similar to the way they're portrayed Mm -hmm. in the book the act the acting is i was watching the movie like a few days ago and i was like these this is like pitch perfect yeah um for everybody
1: not not to be confused with the other movie anna kendrick is in
0: yeah i think this is before the before that movie oh yeah 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 uh anyways they also changed envy's hair this character that we were just talking about he used to be redhead. She was so cool. She's so, I she's like not like the character. Oh, whoops. She's not like character to look up to, but at the time I thought it was like so cool that she like played the keyboards. Cause I play keyboards, <laughs> and she like, she's like super cool. And you can see on the back. Yeah. Of the book, yeah. She had like a keyboard <laughs> bag and stuff. Right. Um, they changed her to a blonde. Oh yeah. Not cool. <laughs> Hey now, we—I'm sure we have blonde listeners. Okay, jeez. Played. I think she's played by somebody famous. It's not. It's not Demi Lovato. She looks like Demi Lovato, though. Hmm. Um. And I think there's another character played by Beck. Like the musician Beck. There was a lot idea. of like a lot of associations. This movie was with like the rock music. And yeah. Like the, you know, the sort of punk stuff about the time. It, right. It's very. There's a lot of music in the movie um anyways all that being said the movie is hilarious um there's a lot of jokes in there nice chuckles in the mm-hmm. book. It's like haha in the movie it's like it delivers it's like it's like so funny yeah um anyways we'll have to watch that uh soon here
1: we'll and do mean a girls. mean girls we'll do and double header uh scott pilgrim yeah. yeah
0: tooth yeah um anyways we're almost at time uh i think i appropriately gave my opinion on the book which i love and the movie which is good um final note since to wrap up the franchise or whatever um the game uh it was a release alongside the movie uh for what was then the the xbox live arcade okay so this is sort of the beginning of like indie games becoming a big thing mm-hmm. um and like downloadable games and stuff so it's, you know, it's sort of a smallish downloadable indie game, like the kind of thing. Oh, you pay five or ten dollars for or something. Right. Which at the time was pretty new. Um, and it's a four player beat them up. I don't know if you're familiar with beat ups. It's sort of in that classic arcade genre. Um, some games, uh, there's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles classic beat up. There's a game called Final Fight. That's a classic beat up. It's a sort of you move left to right and you go punch, punch. And oh, god, gotcha. You, you might recognize if you see it anyways it borrows art style from the books um but it's sort of also like more related to the movie it's called scott pilgrim versus the world the game um takes some stuff from the books and the movie uh each level i mean you know just like the movie each level you fight the evil X. right um anyways i don't love beat-em-ups i've never really liked them that much mm-hmm. um i thought it was good I haven't I haven't finished it. I've been playing it on my Switch. Um the soundtrack is a bop it it is really good though. It's uh oh. chiptune. Yeah, yeah. Um it's like Chiptune and Rock. Oh nice. Um it's it's actually and I didn't know this, I saw just saw this on Spotify today. Um, it's by Anamanaguchi, which is this really famous uh Japanese like punk rock band.
2: Oh.
0: Um and yeah, it's like rock and like chip tune combined. It's nice. Really
2: cool.
0: Anyways, that's it. I have bonus facts. Um, according to Wikipedia, which I did not know until today, O'Malley is writing and executive producing a Japanese-produced anime adaptation for Netflix. Oh wow! Um, announced in January this year. That's cool. Which I am so excited for now.
1: Are you, you gonna be okay? Are gonna be okay to watch it <laughs> we're gonna be okay uh maybe we can watch it together
2: mm.
0: <laughs> uh okay the another look note you just gave me um <laughs> you're like ew no o'malley's next work uh after scott pilgrim and his last work as of now uh is a graphic novel called seconds yes You've read that and
1: i've read that it was so good it is very good it's so cute um, it's also I don't know, it's so a coming
0: cute. of age story a transitional yeah. and that's also what i love about it it's about you know it's like an adult coming you know what i love yeah. about these is there are these adult coming of age when you think of coming of age you sort of think of like going from being a child to an adult or right. going from being a teenager to an adult right but these are like sort of adult coming of age for like yeah. the mid-20s people that haven't quite Moved on to being the responsible adult or something, right? And that's what Scott Pilgrim about. That's also what Seconds is about. Um, also amazing. I need to buy it because I actually don't own it.
1: Yeah, I think I got it from the library.
0: Um, anyways, he's uh Brian Lee O'Malley is currently working as of 26, 2014, which is when Seconds came out. Um, on his next novel, which is called Worst World. Hmm. Um. I followed him on Instagram for a while. I, didn't do, yeah. I don't do Instagram anymore. But he, would, he would, he'll, he's the kind of guy, and actually, if you look at the back pages of these books, he's the kind of guy that like makes a bajillion sketches of all his characters, oh, and yeah. then he posts them on Instagram. Right. Or, um, and That's yeah, trillion. so he posts stuff about that. Um, nice. He also co-creates, as a writer, a comic series for IDW called Snot Girl.
1: Oh yeah, I've seen that.
0: Um, that's it. That's all the facts I had. Oh, you know, one more thing that I wanted to throw in the notes that I forgot to—I like thought of it in the middle of the show. I mean, we talked about how uh, *Mean Girls* like a touchstone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is really like this movie. This 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 uh, story takes place in Toronto. Oh, yeah. And Mm -hmm. I feel like this is a really, like, I don't, I mean, I've never been to Toronto. um, But I feel like this is a really, like, captures the essence, you know.
1: Mm. Oh, I get what you're saying.
0: Of, like, being a Toronto urbanite in 2004. Mm -hmm. And, like, going to bars and shows and, and rock bands. And there's a lot of really iconic, actually, we're open, literally open to that page right now on in the back of the first book, there's a lot of like locations in Toronto that like he went to and like drew yeah. exactly in the book. Um, and in the movie, they, they go to all those actual locations and they shoot there.
1: Right. Which yeah, makes sense because a lot of movies are shot in Toronto.
0: We should go to Toronto sometime. Yeah. Get some poutine. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're talking about pizza. There is no pizza in this book. I just read it and there's no pizza in the whole book. Hmm. Unless it's like way back in the background.
1: Well, I was remembering the movie and that she's a delivery girl. Yeah. But I don't know why I thought of pizza. She delivers him something. What does she deliver him?
0: She's she's like an Amazon delivery. Back before it was cool. Oh. The only Amazon <laughs> delivery girl in Toronto, you know. So he ordered back a when book. You could, back when you <laughs> actually could say that. Yeah. Like that wouldn't make sense nowadays, but back right. then it's like, oh, I'm such a good delivery girl. I'm the only one in Toronto. Right. It's like, yeah, okay. And and they call Amazon the online bookstore. You oh know? yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Yeah. All oh, right. One more quote. Bread makes you fat. You remember that? No, I don't. Actually, here. Let me get the book. This is a quote that I see people say from the movie all the time. Um, turning the page almost there <laughs> so Scott and Ramona are sort of on their first real date mm-hmm. on, in Scott's apartment on the floor and, Ramo- and Scott cooked something Ramona says this is really good I wish you had a table but this is really good I'm impressed I'm glad you like it sorry there's no table I can't believe you made a loaf of garlic bread Garlic bread is my favorite food. I could honestly eat it for every meal or just all the time without even stopping. You'd get fat. No, you totally get fat. I don't think I get fat. Why would I get fat? Bread makes you fat. Bread makes you fat. <laughs> so that was, that's like a quote from the movie. People say, oh, my gosh, because he said in the movie, he has like this garlic bread in his mouth. He's like, what makes you fat? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Jeez, all right i've talked enough i talked a lot longer than you did about your oh topic. it's
1: okay this one meant a lot more to you i think
0: than um, mean girls meant a lot to you i think
1: well i don't know it wasn't like a movie that i felt emotional about ever so mm. i think it's funny it's a funny movie and i love watching it i don't feel emotionally like uh, invested in it
0: well in my top three of things that make me feel things yeah and I'm really emotionally attached to there's Undertale and Deltarune both video games and Steven Universe yeah and this yeah. and I've showed you Undertale and Steven Universe but not this so you're gonna start reading it right <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> all right I think that's enough for today's show <laughs> uh nice long episode today yeah (laughs) Um, you know we were getting stuff like some friends and family are like oh this episode's long it'd be nice if it was a little bit shorter right you know okay
1: we'll work on it
0: no i don't care
1: no if you're still listening thank you so much uh we're really glad you guys are here and listening uh as usual listening then well you won't hear this um as usual, if you liked this episode, if you like our podcast, please subscribe, give us a follow, give us a five stars on both Amazon, or maybe Whatever Amazon, the Apple, you, you know, and Spotify. You know all
0: this stuff. We don't need to...
1: And, um...
0: Just go where you listen to your podcasts, if yeah. you're a podcast listener.
1: If you have any questions for us, or any comments, or any thoughts, or feelings, or opinions, or anything like that, we'd love to hear from you. You can comment on our Instagram posts, on our YouTube video. We have an email. Our, somewhere in like the description. Email.
0: Yeah, you can send us an email business inquiries. What do you know about pod at, at gmail dot com. Yes.
1: We'd love to hear from you. Uh yeah, we're so grateful that you're here and we hope that you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving.
0: Oh yeah. If you're American.
1: Yes. To all our American listeners, we're you know, stuff your face and Spend time with family or friends or people that you love. Be thankful for all you have. Uh,
0: Be thankful.
1: Yes. Indeed. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you guys next time. Jeez, I got the hiccups. We'll see you next time uh, for another episode of What Do You Know About? But for now, we're leaving. Bye.
2: -bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.